Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you are a sensitive soul, I like to call you a light warrior sensitive soul because we know you have a really great purpose here on Earth. And if you would like some support, check out my free gift, the Light Warrior Empowerment Kit at lightwarriorsupport.com. Now, today I have a special guest, uh, Brenda Walding, and let me tell you a little bit about her. She, like me, has gone through this process of healing. <laughs> For me, it was fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. And Brenda has had quite a number of other challenges herself, including having gone through breast cancer. And she is the author of the book, Sick of Being Sick, The Woman's Holistic Guide to Conquering Chronic Illness. Now, she's a doctor of physical therapy and also a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. And I love those functional medicine people. They're awesome. I refer to them a lot. She's also a Tao Flow yoga teacher, HeartMath certified coach, and a woman's holistic health advocate. Um, and so we're going to be talking today about, you know, what if you are so sick of being sick, how do you step out and be empowered to heal yourself, to find guidance, to, to find support, that's kind of, uh, you know, the, the gist of what we're going to talk about. And uh, the nine essentials to overcoming health challenges to experience more vitality, peace, joy, and fulfillment. And there's a free gift. We're going to be announcing a URL at the uh, a domain name at the very end here. And uh, you can get a free gift from Brenda uh, just for being on the show and for listening in. And if you want to call in live to get some advice, to get some coaching, mentoring, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Just hit one so we know your hand's up. Again, the number is 818-514-1190. And then I'm also going to be opening up the chat. So if you are online and you're not uh, calling in, you can also type your questions in the chat, which I'll open up in just a moment. So without further ado, welcome, Brenda. Oh, thank you, Dr. Karen. It's so good to be here. Such like-minded, like-hearted folks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, I, I think it's so wonderful for, for people like you who have, you know, gone through this, this journey themselves, really knows what it feels like to have a chronic illness and to grow from it and to um, really evolve and then turn around and help a whole bunch of other people based on your experience. And, of course, you've got a lot of credentials behind your name as well, which is super, super cool. So maybe you can share with others your kind of your inspiring story of how did you become who you are today as this coach, as this author, coming from, you know, what happened to you in the past. Maybe we'll start there. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, it's quite a, quite a story, but I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to hit the highlights here. So, you know, really I, I grew up being um, seemingly very healthy and fit. I was a Division I athlete, an athlete my whole life, and then wow. went on to get my doctorate in physical therapy. And shortly after I graduated from physical therapy, school, got engaged, got married, all these kind of major life events, I started to, my health started to decline. I started to get sick more frequently. I started to feel chronic fatigue. Um, and then I developed these rashes that covered, that ended up covering my entire body for two and a half years, if you can imagine. Wow. Um, and so I know it was a pretty intense time. So shortly after I was married, this honeymoon phase, I 
um, yeah, started dropping weight. My hair started falling out. I started getting these rashes that were very similar to what one would experience with poison ivy. Um, so super mm. itchy. Um, I would end up having to pack my body full of ice to sleep at night. Oh, geez. Um, and I was going through the conventional medicine uh, route. I was, you know, seeing doctors. They couldn't figure out what was going on. I know so many women can, can relate to the story of, you know, doing the blood work and doing the tests, and they just were like, you know, couldn't really pinpoint what was happening. They suspected, you know, some kind of a viral issue. Uh, you know, they all had different ideas, but nobody could really help. I was taking the drugs and getting worse and worse. And then oh. I, and, this, and I was working, you know, working as a physical therapist. Um, so I was, you know, trying to treat other people in pain while I was miserable. And um, so needless to say, I was, I was struggling quite a bit. And then I developed a pretty scary uh, life-threatening infection, and I had to go on disability um, at the end, I guess, in my late 20s. And so I was pretty much bed-bound. I had pus-filled lesions in my mouth and throat, couldn't eat or drink oh. very well. Yeah, it got pretty rough to where I was like, okay, God, I think I'm done here if you want to take me. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really like uh, a very challenging, very challenging time. And then, you know, by the grace of God, I, I took four rounds of antibiotics within a month and a half. And then I found an article. I didn't know anything about natural healing or anything about nutrition. I didn't know anything about that realm. And I, I found an article called Natural Solutions to Drug-Resistant Infections. And I saw that word drug-resistant infection, and I thought, huh, I think I have one of those, and they taught, there's this doctor who was talking about wild Mediterranean oregano oil and how he was curing or treating malaria. And I thought, well, I might as well try this. I don't have anything to lose. I ordered a $20 bottle, and then I took it, and within three days, the infection was gone. Wow. And I, I know, and it was this kind of like this hallelujah moment of, you know, what else? am I not, what else do I not know about this whole realm of natural healing? So it just, it was this huge mm -hmm. opening and portal into natural medicine and natural healing. And um, I dove into uh, looking into nutrition and holistic healing modalities for the next several years. And I started to really expand my view on health and healing I got several certifications in, um, you know, functional nutrition and um, Gal Flow Yoga. So I really started to slow down my life and to heal, but it took time. It took several years uh, and then about eight years of really focusing on um, mostly physical healing, uh, nutrition and lifestyle factors. And I was feeling so much better. I got back to work. Rashes were gone. And then we were hoping, I was doing all this with such laser focus of, I've got to heal myself. Um, some of you might yeah. be able to relate to that. <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> uh, I really wanted to, yeah, I really wanted to, you know, live an, an amazing life. I wanted to start a family one day. And so I was very disciplined with that tenacity of an athlete. And then eight years into that and hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, spent on, on my health. And uh, I started, we were getting ready to go on this vacation to start a family. It was my dream to go to mm. Italy. And um, I had been working out and feeling some soreness, and I found a lump in my breast. 
I was poking around, and I just dropped to my knees because I knew. I knew it wasn't good, and it ended up being breast cancer. After all of that, (laughs) after all the healing, right, all the training, everything. After all of that, yeah, and I just, you know, as you can probably imagine, felt all the feels of, you know, anger and why me and, you know, frustration and deep grief and sadness, and I just had to take a step back and go, what am I missing? Like, what am I not getting? And I knew that there were deeper levels of healing that I was being invited into on the level of the emotional and the spiritual aspects of healing, which I hadn't quite um, begun to dive into. And so this, this, uh, you know, I didn't, I knew that, that uh, conventional therapy for me personally was not my path, but I didn't know what to do. Uh, so I, you know, sitting in the middle of the, the dark room at 3 a.m. and I said, God, what am I supposed to do? And I heard this voice, you know, if you're going to survive, you're going to, you need to learn to listen to your heart. And I call it the divine whisper. And I, I knew with, with, uh, I knew it was absolute truth. And I was like, okay, well, how do I listen to my heart? How do I do that? What does that even look like? I'd spent so much of my life really stuck in my head. And um, so at that moment, I made a commitment to learn to navigate this cancer, learn to navigate my life from my heart and learn to listen. And so that was the path that I took over the past several years, which, you know, led me to even a path that I would have never guessed and has become the greatest gift and such a catalyst for creating an even more extraordinary life. And so that's my message. And that's really, it's led me to writing this book called Sick of Being Sick, The Woman's Holistic Guide to Conquering Chronic Illness, because I wanted to offer a holistic healing roadmap and take everything that I've learned and all the pieces and um, essentials that I found were key for healing and thriving and put it in one place. So that's Ooh, my story that's in, a, in a nutshell. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, my gosh. I love, I love hearing the stories of transformation. It is so inspiring, and I know it's inspiring to me. It's inspiring to, to my listeners. And, um, and I think one key thing that, you know, in your experience really highlighted for me, and that's what I've been noticing as well, at least for the people that, you know, that are my tribe members, is that so many times we think we have everything now. Like we, we know, okay, we, we are supposed to drink pure water and not eat toxic foods and eat a whole food diet and organic and, you know, all this physical positive stuff which is all good you know and yet we're called to heal at a at an even deeper level and so we can go through those emotions that you went through that that sadness that felt maybe sense of betrayal and all that kind of stuff but it's really for us to grow into our divine path and so you're a perfect example of that yes absolutely Mm -hmm. and and what I what I found to be true for me and what I, you know, find to be true for the women that I work with is the invitation for all of us, instead of fighting against cancer and fighting against disease 
and, you know, trying to figure it all out. And we've been doing this as a collective for, you know, years and spending billions of dollars, and yet we're still one of the most chronically ill, you know, countries in modern times. And, you know, so the invitation here is to step back and go, like, yeah, perhaps there's a different way. And what if disease or even even if you're dealing with a, a challenge or an adversity of some sort, you know, what if this, this disease or this ad- adversity is a divine opportunity for even yeah. greater, you know, healing and growth and transformation? And it's just this invitation to awaken and come home to ourselves, our self with a capital S, you know, our true, yes. our true nature. And it can be, you know, it can be if we choose it to be. Absolutely. Yeah. If we choose to perceive it that way, which is really, you know, the, the, the real big uh, benefit to, um, you know, understanding this whole process and what you've gone through and what you're teaching, you know, in, in your book, that heart centered approach and, and people kind of use that word heart centered and they kind of foo foo it, you know, but really uh, what you've shown in your life is that you can do do all the motions and and do everything you think is quote unquote right, but it's not about being right. <laughs> right. It's not even about doing everything <laughs> yeah. right. Um, yeah. he, true healing isn't just about doing everything right, and that heart centered approach I think is super important. And maybe we can segue a little bit into um, some thoughts of these essentials that you've kind of distilled down and are sharing in your book. Yeah, I would love to. You know, like I said, I, I knew I had really dialed in uh, for over the past, you know, over the eight years of healing, of really looking at the physical. And so, you know, nutrition, like you mentioned, the eating whole, real, organic, nutrient-dense foods and the water and the lifestyle factors like sleep and um, getting sunshine and exercise and all those things we're pretty familiar with, uh, especially if you've, you know, been down this path of healing to some degree or you're a wellness and, you know, you're aware of, of healthy living. And so those are really important, but, you know, those two things are two of the nine. But, again, like there's only – that's two out of the nine that I found um, of essential factors to true healing and thriving. Mm. And these are based on not just my experience, but also, you know, as I was going down this path, I was really prompted to begin to look at who are these men and women that are healing from chronic catastrophic illness using a natural holistic approach and not just healing, but thriving that are really overcoming and thriving and living these amazing lives because, you know, I didn't want to just get rid of symptoms. Like I wanted to, live an amazing life because one of those things and in, in if you're listening and you're dealing with a chronic health issue um, and even if it's uh, something that's potentially fatal which is you know with cancer you you come up against right. this idea of, of death right and you look at it right in the face and you're like I found that I wasn't I wasn't only afraid of dying if I once I started going deeper into it, I was afraid of dying haven't fully lived mm-hmm. and so that yes yes right and so I was like oh and that's what really came like I really hit home was like because we're all going to leave the planet at some point so it's not like some of us are you know if we do the right things we're going to live forever 
Right. And so I really got that. And it's like, okay, well, the thing is, is that I have, I have been living my life for other people. And I really wanted to mm. live my full expression of myself. And that's what I was so, so upset about is like, if I die now, I haven't fully lived. And so the full antidote is, you know, I've got to live fully now. Um, and so <laughs> right. that's what I was looking for. Yes, people that were really healing, but they were living their fullest expressions and living these wholehearted, extraordinary lives. And so I found across the board, what I kept coming up against were like, were these nine essentials uh, in different, mm. different people. And so, like I mentioned, you know, one being lifestyle factors, um, you know, movement, sleep, um, sunshine, being in nature, laughter. Uh, these are, you know, amazing lifestyle factors that are so simple but so important on the healing path. And then nutrition. And so those are just two, but we can kind of, did you want to dive into maybe some of the rest of them? That would be wonderful. I know, you know, that you, okay. you point this out in your book in great detail, but if we can give people an overview, I think that would be wonderful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so, yeah, the first one I share is taking responsibility for, for your health and for your life. And this seems simple in some ways, but I, I run up against this or I see this a zillion times. I, I worked yes, you know, over too. a decade as a physical therapist, as a health professional, and see, and see this as one of, the, you know, one of the most important things is really taking ownership of your life and your health and not giving your power away. Uh, we, we often give our power away to other people, other doctors telling us, you know, we have to do mm-hmm. things. Yep. And, you know, you are the biggest authority of your life, you know. And, you know, I had, you know, a couple of different doctors say, oh, you have to do chemotherapy. You have to do radiation. You have to do this tomorrow. And, you know, they're up in my face. And I said, no, I, I need to take wow. a breath. I need to breathe. I need to feel into this. And so, you know, we often, we have this intuition, we have this heart-centered guidance, and we know what's best for ourselves. And doctors and healers are amazing tools and amazing people to help support us. But, you know, ultimately my message is, you know, you have to take ownership and really listen, um, you know, and really take responsibility for your own life. So that's number one. Yeah. And um, number two is creating a vision. Um, And I had an amazing mentor that said, it's better to be pulled by your vision than pushed by your problems. And I found that. Say that again. That's pretty cool. I want to write that in the chat. (laughs) Say it again. Okay. It's it's better to be pulled by your vision than Mm -hmm. pushed by your problems. And if you're dealing with a health challenge or just any challenge, it's so easy to get stuck in the negative thinking, feeling loops of fear and uh, sadness Mm. and anger, and you get stuck in there. And that's not the vibration in which our body heals. And so what we know now with, yeah, what we know now with quantum physics and science is corroborating this idea of, imagine, of, of imagining um, and creating this vision. And when we begin to think 
repetitively and feel combined thinking and tension with an elevated feeling state, we begin to change the circuitry in our brain. We can even affect our DNA. And so really creating this powerful, powerful vision of what we want to create in our life because we are constantly creating through our thinking, through our feelings, through our words. And so really aligning those things with this vision. And so I do that a lot with my clients is like, let's just get really clear on what it is that you want to create. You know, this is everything that's happened up until this moment. You've had a part in co-creating your reality. So let's powerfully shift our vibration and our energy and our thinking and feeling and our words into what that which we want to create and what we want to experience. And so that has become a really powerful tool and, and, you know, you see all these people that are, you know, healing and overcoming chronic illness have used this power of vision and imagination repeatedly. So that is mm-hmm. one that I've used. Yeah. Well, I just want to really pause there stuff. for a sec here. Um, Please, because, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, you know, totally resonating with this. And, and what's really fascinating is that, um, you know, uh, with my Topican healing method, uh, the power really has to do with attention and our ability to create and imagine. And so I yeah. think that totally, you know, just just matches that. And, and actually we have um, uh, Tina here on the chat. I just want to read what she says because <laughs> she's such a cute. She's like, I love hearing Brenda's story. I was almost in tears, hand, hair standing up on my arms and she was sharing her story because I wish that so many would realize there's so much more to our health and well-being, taking on our own healing, not just uh, because a person tells you you need to take this or that or do that. Why do we think someone knows better than ourselves? And then she says, LOL, I'm typing this as she is saying what I am typing. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Karen. I am loving, loving, (laughs) loving this. Uh, She said, "If I, I believe that if I did what I was told by taking the prescriptions, I wouldn't be here today. So anyway, so some feedback for you from I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, it's so powerful. And and I totally agree with you. These are very, very, very key. Like what you're talking about, that self-responsibility piece, like it's a word that people go, oh, yeah, you know, but they don't really realize what that means. That means, you know, you stub your toe on, you know, the desk and immediately we want to blame whoever put the desk there, right? But no, it's taking self-responsibility for stubbing your toe. Like every little piece, it's not just certain things you want to take self-responsibility for and then other things not. So that's really key. And then what you said about the vision is is so true, is, is, you know, being able to see, feel, you know, be led by that rather than pushed by your problems. And I, I love that quote. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing too that I, I love and, and I feel is really profound in terms of responsibility and another way of looking at that is the ability to respond. And, you know, there's this quote that you may have heard by Viktor Frankl who survived the Holocaust and was a, Um, psychiatrist and neurologist and he said between stimulus and response there's a space and in that space is the power to choose our response and in that response Mm. lies our growth and our freedom our freedom and so you know it's really between the circumstances of our lives we can't always control them, but we always have this ability. We always have this ability and the power to choose how we will respond. 
and in that life yes. and growth and our freedom. And so really taking that moment, I have a client that calls it she, one of the biggest gifts that she learned, you know, in our, in our work together was the pause, really being able to pause and, and, and not just react, but how will I, do I choose to respond to that which is happening in my life? And, you know, I can respond and in the state of victimhood or woe is me mm-hmm. or stay stuck in my fear, or I can choose to be curious and I can choose to learn and I can choose to grow and I can choose to, you know, open myself up to, you know, greater possibilities. So that I feel to you is just, you know, something I just felt led to share. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's so great. It's so true, so true. And and it's so funny because that, again, I'm totally resonating with that, you know, that, that pause. Um, and actually, I just uh, was uh, interviewing uh, Jeff Jinyak uh, the other week, and he, he was talking about his healing, um, you know, uh, programs and that the overreaction that we have, that, that knee-jerk reaction mm-hmm. that we have is really part major part of the problem and what you're talking about is really taking that pause to choose the response to whatever and I I'm always saying to my students my clients it's better to be curious you know if you, yeah. if you can't be curious. grateful that's okay I get that but if you can be curious about it you, you've won you know um, instead of judging it and, you know, th- that kind of thing. So, oh, my gosh, these are great. Keep it coming. Keep it coming, Brenda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next one is our thoughts and our beliefs. So it's this, uh, this you know, management of our mind. And, you know, I, I guess I can lead into, you know, with another, you know, saying is the mind is a wonderful servant but a horrible master. And, you know, yes. so often we are, you know, I think it's like we, we think 60,000 thoughts a day and most are negative and repetitive. And so if we don't have any ability to manage our mind, we get sort of stuck in this perpetual negative thinking and feeling loops. Um, you know, most mm-hmm. people operate in this world in a place of fear and mild to moderate anxiety, um, which, yep. you know, some of you may know has significant and powerful effects on the physical body in terms of health and vitality. And so we're constantly in this state of fear, uh, you know, then it it recreates real um, negative effects on our physiology and our quality of our life experience. And so in this healing path, and just, even if you're, even if you're just want to live your best life, it's like you really learning to manage the mind. Uh, and, and teaching, I do teach a lot of techniques um, uh, that I find powerful with that. And then, you know, this idea of belief, um, you know, even underneath our thinking and our feeling, we are driven by our belief system and creates the blueprint yeah. from how we live, our conscious and our subconscious beliefs. And so perhaps you create this vision of, hey, I want to live this you know, healthy, vital life. I want to live in nature. I want to be helping, you know, you know, save whales, whatever it is, this vision that you have. And then underneath that, you believe that you don't deserve that, or you believe Mm -hmm. that you're being punished on some level because of, because you are sick. And sometimes our beliefs contradict that, which we want to experience our desires. And so when we're operating on these, you know, they're like 
be a software of our computer system, if we are, have these faulty, erroneous beliefs, um, then it's really hard to, to actually heal. They can be sabotaging our lives in really big ways. So that's another really key thing that I feel like a lot of people don't look at is like, what do I believe about my life, about my capabilities, my limitations, about God's source, you know, um, my ability to heal? What do I believe? And, and, you know, I'll just say this because this is a big topic, but, you know, the majority of our beliefs are created from the age of zero to seven. Yes. And these are our unconscious beliefs that are underneath the surface and they are, you know, driving our lives. And we very rarely, unless we become aware in adulthood and ask and question, what do I believe about this? And is this true for me? Or is this just, you know, a product of, you know, our beliefs from zero to seven, we pick up from our family, uh, our culture, the people that surround us, religion, politics, those things that we are, are absorbing like a sponge, and they may not even be true for us, and they may be leading us down the wrong path. So really learning to mm. question your beliefs. Yes, I so love I that. Find... I love it. <laughs> yeah. Because new yeah. information comes comes true. You know, I'm I'm you know often will say you know my current understanding is blah blah blah, right? But I just learned the other day through reading this book that the speed of light changes. I'm like, what? I thought that was a constant. You know? <laughs> like, right. Okay, I'm gonna change my beliefs. So yeah, what you're saying is so important, Brenda. About that, because so many people yeah, go, yeah. oh, my life sucks, but then they're like, well, I want abundance, right? I want money, but the belief is that every time I feel grateful for money, I it goes downhill. So then it does, mm-hmm. because it has to. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. And if we can, yeah, if we can really tune in and believe, like, I hold within me the power to heal within me mm. versus I believe that I have to find the right doctor, the right pill, the right potion, the right supplement, the right, you know, that's kind of how I was living my life for eight years. It's like, if I just learn right. enough, if I just find the right doctor, if I just find, if I work magic, hard enough, you know, <laughs> if I work hard and exactly, I will, because I've always yeah. been able to get what I want and what I need by working hard enough. I was a division yep. one athlete, valedictorian. Yep. I was, overachiever, perfectionist, type A, like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out, you know, and Mm -hmm. if I just work hard enough, then I will heal. And so that, you know, then cancer comes along and and I step back and go, oh, like I had been, I had literally been working for eight years, like laser focused on healing that I wasn't even living. And that was like, oh. I mean, there was grief when I came to that realization of like, wow, Hmm. you know, sometimes we get caught up in in trying so hard to fix ourselves. And that's going back to the belief then is that I have to earn, I have to earn it. I have to earn the healing. I have to fix myself. I have to figure it all out. And I didn't believe the power within me could heal me, Um, that I could believe in this, you know, extraordinary you know, divine intelligence that my body is a vessel for to tap into that. And so just an example of shifting beliefs and how foundational that is, right? Mm, Beautiful. So, 
so yeah. true, so, so true. And and I just want to let folks know if you came on late uh, on the show, I'm interviewing Brenda Walding, and she is the author of Sick of Being Sick. And uh, if you want to take a look at um, the book, we actually have – uh, a gift today. <laughs> so Sick of Being Sick, The Woman's Holistic Guide to Conquering Chronic Illness. So I'll let Brenda let, uh, tell everyone uh, what the gift is today. And just so you know, if you want to call in live to comment, ask a question, to get some you know, mentoring or some advice, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Just hit one so we know your hand's up. I know we have somebody with their hand up already. And also we're opening, uh, the chat is open now. So if you have a question on the chat and you are online, live on the show, then you can also put your question in the chat as well. So, Brenda, can you tell us a little bit about your gift today? Sure. Uh, I'd love to. Yeah, so the gift for you all is a free electronic copy of my book. Um, Like Dr. Karen said, Sick of Being Sick, The Woman's Holistic Guide to Conquering Chronic Illness. And you can get your free copy by going to www.sickofbeingsickbook.com. And you can uh, just enter in your information, and I will send you a free copy. So um, wow. I'm excited to share all of that with you. I hope it blesses and supports you on your on your healing path. And you know, I'd also love to I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear um, your story. I'd love to hear what's going on with you and and how the book um, may have helped or supported you or any feedback. So uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from you all. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. So in this book, um, you're going to be talking in more detail the nine essentials of that wholehearted mm-hmm. healing approach, um, learning yes. powerful tools, tips, and daily practices for radiant health, uh, becoming aware of subtle but dangerous blind spots, that's a good one, that may be massively sabotaging your healing efforts, and then understanding how chronic illness can be a stepping stone to fulfilling versus a stumbling block to a fulfilling life versus a stumbling block in your life. So, yeah, great stuff. Cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. So I was so we thinking continue? maybe we could uh, – well, I was thinking maybe we could uh, pause for a moment and um, mm-hmm. unmute our caller that has the hand up for the last uh, 20 yeah. minutes or so. <laughs> so I'm going to okay. unmute your caller. So area code 208. Hi, you're live on the air with Brenda and myself. Who's this? Hi, Dr. Karen. Hi, Brenda. This is Brandy. Hey, Hi, Brandy. Brandy. I know that voice anywhere. <laughs> yes. So I kind of didn't really have a question. I was just getting in there because I was like, well, maybe something would come up. You know, um, I do have questions, lots of questions, but... Um, Right now, I was really resonating with you talking about your core negative beliefs because I found through healing myself and others and my kids and everyone, that's where it totally stems from. So when you're going through your stuff, it seems like, you know, when you're going through your hard stuff and all the stuff's coming out and then you get the blessing at the end, like the universe goes, yay, you figured it out, you know. Um, so is like for business, as far as for me, I feel like there's something I'm doing or something that's creating itself to, like, kind of block me because I'll do really, really good for months, you know, like two clients at a time and my schedule is just pretty booked and then I won't have anyone or I'll have people that, you know, want to call and have questions but not necessarily pay for the session. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Okay, so can you help me figure out what it is that I can remove the block that um, so is, I'm a lot of friends with everyone, but I want to do it in a way that's not like, oh, well, I still want to be your friend, but there's things of this that, you know, then contact me for a session where I feel like my time and my energy isn't being exchanged right. I don't feel a right exchange. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I'm, you know, Dr. Karen, did you want to jump in or do you want me to? Uh, well, you can go ahead and then I can comment after. Yeah, oh, I think, you know, that's a good indication to, you know, whether it's business or just, you know, anything that is not feeling like it's in alignment or you feel off is just to kind of take a step back. And I've definitely have these these moments even recently where I felt, you know, hey, something there's this discordance or like, hey, I'm not getting there's not a reciprocity in, in my in this energy exchange and just just sitting back and getting curious of like, okay, what's going on here? Where am um, you know, where am I not um, fully in alignment with my vision or my heart and really asking those questions and getting still. And, and seeing, and, you know, there's a lot that we can go deeper into, like some belief systems and some blocks and things, but that would probably take much, much more time than we have on this show to kind of book a session. I yes. don't know if Dr. Karen does this type of work, but yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I've, you know, that is, we talked about beliefs being um, blind spots and there are these things that we don't know that we don't know. And everyone, even the greatest teachers and mentors need a, a mentor or a teacher to be able to see what we can't see. And so that yeah. is this, one of those things that do sabotage us is like, okay, getting some help and, and say, hey, this is what's going on. You know, where am I? What am I not seeing here? And so I think either like booking a session or, you know, getting some support and really kind of breaking down what's going on to be able to see that. Um, which is, you know, something I don't know if Dr. Karen does, but I, I also work with, with women too, and I'm happy to um, to support you in that too if you want to connect with me. Well, thank you. Thank you, Brenda. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Brandy, that um, people, you know, that are on the same path, like so, so, so many of us in the tribe, you know, on the same path, there are these stages that we go through, and what you're going through is a stage that I went through too. And I'm sure Brenda went is going through or has gone through as well. And so it's actually a natural um, so-called abundance challenge or obstacle, you know, for us to learn and grow from. And so where you are right now is actually perfect because um, it's nothing that you're doing wrong. <laughs> That's my – and I'm sure Brenda would, you know, agree with that. There's, there's nothing you're doing wrong. Right. Um, yeah, it, it's like that next stage. And uh, it's funny because this, this is – and this is great because you're reminding me, Brandy, that this is some of the stuff that I'm going to be addressing uh, in the certification program because – uh, nobody talks about it, really. I mean, you know, people are like, oh, here's the healing modality, and here's, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to teach you how to do Reiki and teach you how to do, you know, whatever, you know, access bars, and then they kind of throw you out, you know, into the world. Right. And like, okay, get quiet. And yeah. and that frustrates me because I know way too many talented healers and friends of mine that are not doing their gift because they they are going to come up with these abundance challenges and they don't have that guidance. It doesn't have to be me or Brenda or you know like, but right. you, like Brenda said, you need that uh, mentoring and coaching for the the stage that you're at now. I you know because you yes. didn't need it two years ago. <laughs> um, no. But I think you're in a great 
you're in a great place. And a lot of it is, you know, testing our boundaries, uh, learning to say no, telling the universe what we, we will and will not accept. And, and it's like, you know, putting it in the universe will give us tough assignments sometimes. And, um, and cycles. I didn't really even understand the whole thing about cycles. There's yes. a cycle, you know? I know Brenda will agree with this. It's like, there are cycles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cycles and layers, like peeling back layers of an onion, going deeper and deeper and deeper into ourselves. And yeah, you know, some people get really pissed off when I say that, but sorry, that's just my experience. If it if it is if it's not relevant, then it's fine. But I just find that that's what happens. But it's true. I feel like that. Like it's a cycle. And no, last one a couple years ago, no, I didn't need because I was still learning everything and taking it in and processing. And now I'm at the spot. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of stuck. I like, you know, I feel the momentum. I see the universe blessing me in all these different ways. And I'm seeing things, but it's just like that little bit of block. And I'm clearing. I think I'm clearing. But then it's like the same thing. Of, it's always the same thing. I'm not enough or I'm not worthy. And I'm like, gosh, but I've mm-hmm. gone over this like 500 million times, you know, of where is this coming from, who, where, when, what timeline, place, person, you know. And this is this constant unworthy, and I don't feel unworthy Yeah, in me, but I guess in whatever cycle or belief it is, and that is where it's coming from. Yeah, or you might be, you know, the one that's reflecting uh, a lot of other healers' issues, you know? Like you can feel it, other healers' issues coming through you. It's something we all need to be responsible for helping each other heal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So well, a lot thank of times, you so much. Uh, sure. Thank, yeah, a lot of times uh, I find uh, Brenda that it's sometimes it's not what, like what do I do or what what's a, you know, but it's more like uh, who, like who is going to help me get to that next level <laughs> who is going to help yeah. you know because we we're in we're in relationship with each other as humans on earth the reason we come embodied is to experience relationships and to evolve through relationships so sometimes we are pushed uh sometimes uncomfortably to form relationships to ask for help and ask for support the right support for us to get to the next level and so in the past i used to be kicking and you know dragging kicking and screaming by my coach to do the next step but but when i did it it was like oh that worked <laughs> you know yeah uh, now i'm yeah. not so much that's, like, now it's not so much yeah i think that's a really good point and i think i you know i'm also in that place in my life too or you know bumping up against something sort of that next layer for me and just sitting with uh there's an amazing book my favorite book called when the heart waits by Sue Monk Kidd and this this idea of really, I mean, it, there's so much to it, but really asking, yeah, asking for what we need and then sometimes just living in the question. Like we're so yeah. quick to want to find the solution so we'll force a solution like, yes. oh, well, I'm not getting the money idea and so I'm just going to go this direction and I'm going to start doing this. And really, but that's more of our head taking over and trying to find solutions, which our head is so good at doing. Thank you so yeah. much for these amazing brains. However, it's like that whole idea of the, the mind being, you know, a wonderful servant, but a horrible master. And so really sitting in the question, living in the question and allowing that sometimes the waiting is really where the alchemy and the transformation happens. 
And it's like, it's for us to really sit in that. And there's so much that can come from that process of that deepening into our hearts. And then the solution unfolds, but it's that process of being in the waiting of it. And sometimes, you know, it's a person that we're drawn to or, um, or we realize that we have that tool um, or that that person shows up and that right opportunity comes into our, our, our um, reality and it's really tuning in and being open to listening and receiving those things versus oftentimes we're not even, we're closed off to the receiving of that answer that we're seeking. Right. So it's really being, yeah, so really being in that waiting. So I'm really reminded of that in my own life right now of instead of seeking, trying, quote unquote, trying to figure it all out is asking the question and really being in the, living the question, being in my heart and then just keeping my vibration to that of love so that I can really receive, like, my highest good, trusting that it's unfolding. And the answers yep. are that coming. That piece is really like, like, hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, that, that, well, I'll say that, you know, one of the essentials, the, that last one is trust and surrender. And that's, I mm. will say, an ongoing journey. It's an ongoing journey of living in that place of love and trust versus fear and it's this constant you know choice that we can I even just have little cues that I give myself to remind myself okay you know I'm moving into that place of fear trying to fix trying to force trying to figure it out if I'm in that I know that I've gotten off track and so really coming back to my heart so I hope I hope Brie I hope that answers your question if sometimes it's just we're so solution oriented that sometimes asking, living in the question, being in our heart and expectantly waiting for the answer that will show up is, is really powerful medicine. So, mm-hmm. Oh, great advice. Great advice. I am definitely one of the ones, you know, that uh, has that tendency or habit of just that knee jerk, want to solve it now. Uh, not very yeah, <laughs> being <laughs> patient. <laughs> yeah, not being patient. And, uh, and and my perfect example was when I was trying to manifest a brand new figure skating pairs partner because I'd been so heartbroken that my coach and slash figure skating pair partner had left town that I wanted to fill that mm-hmm. void so badly, so quickly. And I went to like I went to conferences and I had like readings done and I did all this reading and, and manifesting work and nothing, 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 you know, until I finally let go of that and, and the, just to be in that space of like, I have no idea how this is going to happen. <laughs> you know? And, but I'm just, right. like, you know, and, um, and yeah. And within three weeks later, I, I, I met my now husband who is my figure skating partner, championship gold medal winning partner, you know, who never figure skated before he met me. So oh, miracles that's a great can <laughs> Thank you. Well, miracles can happen, and that's great advice. And so, gosh, how many essentials do we have left, actually? <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Um, we have a couple. So ones that we're missing here is um, emotions, so feeling your feelings. And I feel like I know this to be true, that is the emotional piece when it comes to healing and comes to living your best life is one of the most overlooked um, is really not only healing emotional wounds from the past, but also uh, becoming more emotionally intelligent and having good emotional health. It's just not something that we're taught how to do. No, so we are not taught. Like we're not taught. We're actually taught some things, um, 
you know, that are really to our disservice in the realm of emotional uh, well-being. And so I find that that is um, one of the most important things. So that is one essential. And I I do a lot of work with my clients in that realm because that is where we – I talk about these domains of resilience, and resilience is one of the most important things in – and for those people that are healing and creating amazing lives is how resilient we are. And we waste yes. a significant amount of energy in the domain of the, of emotional resilience, uh, emotional health. As we drain, we have, I've talked about energy drains and being able to identify where you're draining your energy because that energy can be utilized for healing and for, um, so many different things, but we are constantly worried. We're constantly anxious. We're constantly depressed. We're yep. constantly, you know, draining ourselves emotionally. And when we become more resilient and more emotionally intelligent, oh my, it is like magic. And we begin to think <laughs> clearly. We begin to able to access our heart. We be able to listen to our intuition. And so that is, um, that is powerful. And Let's see, we've got two more. Um, one, connection and relationships. So connection. Probably one of the most uh, amazing topics I love to talk about is connection. And, and I define, I love to use Brene Brown's de- definition of connection. And that is the con- authentic connection is when we, the energy that exists where, between people when we feel seen, heard, and valued where we derive strength, uh, where we derive strength and sustenance from the relationship. Um, Because find that when I ask me, my, my clients, my, my potential clients, even, do you feel, are you, do you feel connected in your life? Do you feel like you, based on that definition and so many people say, you know, no, I, I don't feel seen, heard and valued. And I don't, oh, the other part to that is, where you give and receive without judgment and where you find strength mm-hmm. and sustenance in the relationship. And, you know, I started diving into that topic because I, I just love, I'm a curator and cultivator of connection in my life. And I love when people are able to authentically connect to each other and to themselves. And there's so much healing and so much magic because we are social species and we are designed for this connection. And there's we have epidemic amount, you know, amounts of loneliness on this planet. Yes. And, you know, so the, the research around loneliness, it's, it's like amazing. It's like um, loneliness is equivalent, like chronic loneliness is equivalent to smoking, like I think it's 10 to 15 cigarettes a day. Um, it's a, a big, as big a risk factor. <laughs> I know it's as big a risk factor as obesity and some of these more, you know, well-known risk factors for premature dying. Loneliness. Oh my god! Like, yeah, yeah. and so stuff. you know that piece of really cultivating connection in your life is so powerful. And I think that's one of the things that I found with these people that were thriving is they felt connected, really seen and heard, and loved and valued in their life. And so um, mm. that is powerful. Um, and then the last one I haven't touched on is probably the most one of the most important is loving yourself and self-love learning to love yourself and love your life. And I think all of that boils down to this one essential is, yeah. I mean, I think Brandy touched Mm. on it is this idea of love and worthiness and really loving ourselves. So yeah, those are 
finally touched on all the nine essentials, but yeah, those are all the things that I, that I implement and I teach and really, in, in are really important. And like I said, not only healing from chronic illness, but just living these wholehearted epic lives, which I think on some level, that's what we're all, that's what we all desire, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we want to have a purpose. We want to enjoy our lives and, you know, I think joy is one of our purposes. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. Wow. We went through the nine essentials. I know you have, uh, you know, tips and te- techniques and tools in in your book, which, uh, like everyone, uh, you can get a free copy of that. Um, and so maybe we can share the URL again, um, Brenda. Yeah. Yes. If you would like to download a free copy of my book. You can go to www.sickofbeingsickbook.com. And if you would like to, even if you'd like to just reach out to me to connect, I also do uh, complimentary breakthrough sessions. So you're happy to connect with anybody that's listening. You can go to www.brendawalding.com if you would like to connect with me there and book a session to chat with me. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much for this time together, Dr. Kieran. I know it sounds like we have so much in common. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty cool stuff. And I, I love meeting people, even if it's, you know, through the show, uh, you know, just of, of all the little what I call light warriors out there doing their thing. And it's so exciting for me just to see um you know, people growing and inspiring and then, you know, the way you say one thing uh, is different from the way I say the similar thing and then there will be people who, like really resonate with the way you say it, you know, or the, the your experience or they've gone through exactly what you, you've gone through. And so um, I think it's great that so many of us are here on the planet kind of sharing the love, sharing the light, you know, uh, and Absolutely. evolving. Uh, I'm super, super, uh, super grateful for this and um, gosh, I just want to just check in, make sure if there's anybody else that wants to call in and chat. We have just a few minutes left. The number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand's up. Again, 818-514-1190. And I know Tina here has uh, just been typing up a storm here in the chat, um, resonating Tina. a lot with what you're <laughs> going through. Um, yeah, if we were programming a computer we wouldn't program to do what we don't want it as an outcome we would program for the outcome we desire so maybe that's how we have to look at ourselves and our minds because it seems like what we believe has a lot to do with it yeah definitely yep and then she talked a little bit about it so every every essential she's got comments here (laughs) it's too long for me to read it all but thank you tina this is wonderful yeah you're really getting it and um and uh and and, you know i gotta tell you brenda Tina's here all the time. Oh, hi, Tina. I'd love to chat with you if you want to connect with me. Love to hear your story, Tina. (laughs) Well, great. Thank you so much, Brenda, for being on the show, and thank you for your very generous uh, free gift, a whole, uh, you know, electronic copy of your book, which is super, super cool. And, um, we thank everyone actually listening on the replay as well in case we didn't catch you live. And uh, until next time, lots of love to you. Thank you, Brenda. Much love to the audience. Bye for now. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Dr. Karen. Bye, everyone. My pleasure. <laughs>